0: To business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Dublin City Council is to begin recruiting a nighttime economy star the capital as part of a pilot project that was first announced almost two years ago but what would it mean for the clubs and the pubs and the restaurants of the city and would such a position even make a difference or an impact to the sector that let's face it has had a lot of slings and arrows over the past few years. Well, Laura Moriarty who's group operations director at the Moriarty Group and chair of the Licensed Fitness Association joins me now. Laura, thank you very much for joining me. Good morning Mandy, how are you? Good, Laura, now not Not only are you chair of the Licensed Fitness Association, which has been historically and is still, I suppose, a very powerful lobby group, but you're also working in the industry for for 20 years now. Um, Just trying to categorise what that industry is like at the moment. Is it something that is thriving or just surviving in your view?
1: Um, No, Mandy, thanks for asking. I think at the moment we're very lucky after COVID that the industry came back very strong in Ireland. Uh, It is vibrant at the moment and we're very lucky to have
0: it. It does face its challenges, though. Obviously, it has a lot of, you know, issues that um, the businesses are dealing with no more than, you know, any of us as consumers. It has increased costs. There's energy issues uh, and energy cost increases for them. But what are the challenges facing licensed fitners at the moment as you would see them?
1: Well, the current, and you're dead right, actually, at the moment, there is massive inflation costs at the moment. So coming with a, a vibrant uh, industry, it comes with its challenges. Um, Yeah, we are facing pressures with uh, energy costs, supplier costs and staff shortages and skilled staff at the moment. But at the moment, um, the challenges we're facing at the moment is this new nighttime economy bill that's coming out. So the the new bill that's been imposed by Helen McAtee, Mm. which makes changes to the uh, industry as a whole, uh, particularly around the nighttime and the hours and the opening hours, uh, the license, the deregulation of the license, and also the cultural licenses. So there's a lot of challenges coming on the line
0: here. Yeah, now we've heard uh, a teacher of Radker speaking recently, confirming that the closing times for pubs and nightclubs will be in place. I think it's by the end of this year Um, and they're talking about new licenses for that. Those hours just remind us they're proposing for clubs to open till 6am and pubs, I think, till 12.30am. Do those licenses change substantially? Will they cost more money, for example? Well,
1: first and foremost, I want to just say that the bill is obviously an, uh, a welcome change for the industry. Um, it's definitely taking in the views of the consumer demands at the moment for the nighttime economy. And I'm delighted that Helen Mcatee has recognized that. Um, and you're right, the pub trades uh, times do change from 12.30 for the normal seven-day license. The late bar then can go to 2.30. And with this, they can apply for an annual license um, and this allows uh, the late bar operators to freely open up until 2.30 in the morning. Now, not everybody will um, and it removes the difficulties that we currently face at the moment to get these licenses.
0: So in theory, you're well, you you said, well, the you, late- you welcome it. Sorry, Laura, it's, it's, it's a welcome In theory,
1: to- we, it, yeah, it is certainly a most welcome development. Um, it's a very positive change for the reform. I think the staggered times is the way forward. It gives the consumer the choices, uh, particularly as in the capital city and many, like many of our counterparts in Europe, uh, it enhances uh, the options for people. Um, And I just mentioned the staggered times there. Um, The staggered times coming out of the establishments will also ease a lot of pressures uh, around the nighttime hours, particularly on the transport and the taxi issues that we're having
0: at the moment. Mm. And what about the cost of the licence? Will there be a change to that? Do you anticipate in this bill?
1: Well, that's one thing that's actually very unclear at the moment. Um, We have no idea of what the annual cost will be. Um, Now, there has been a, a, a nice change in the cost for the licenses at the moment since COVID has reduced but we're very unclear um, what the new annual license fee will be for the late bars. Mm. Just these uh, so that's in drafting at the moment.
0: I mentioned at the, t- the top of the introduction there that this idea of a nighttime man not, not nighttime manager sorry nighttime czar or nighttime advisor being appointed by Dublin City Council. I know it's been mooted since 2021 as a full time position. Do you have any thoughts on this? Do you think this is a welcome development? Will it make any substantive change for your industry?
1: Look, I, I absolutely, I, I think, look, just speaking from my own industry as we've a proven track record of obviously, uh, and we've a lot of responsibility for ma- managing our industry very well, um, I think this would be a great stepping stone to move forward to get all the key stakeholders on board. Uh, it's, it'll allow a coordinated forum um, that everybody can share their thoughts and particularly around the safety uh, of the city at the moment. Um, so this person is tasked with putting an agenda together to make deliverable, um, I suppose, concerns an issue um, a reality for people. So everybody has to take this very seriously.
0: And Laura, I'm just trying to understand what the czar would actually do. Do you see it as a middle person between the industry and the state? It's government agencies to try and kind of navigate an easier path. Is that what it's for, or is it a promoter? I'm kind of a bit unclear.
1: I do you know what I and it's more of a strategic from what I gather it's more of a strate- strategic advisor particularly around the safety for the the nighttime economy mm. Um I'm, I'm for sure the role will bring structure and um, to a already our vibrant uh, nighttime economy but it'll listen to everybody as I said the key stakeholders the transport taxi the late uh, late bar late licensed theaters guardy uh, fast food restaurants so it's a coordinated structure now it, <laughs> There is a concern that it doesn't turn into a talking shop um, and that these actions that are planned out are actually delivered, which is the key important here. Yeah. And I'm sure they will. It's and, a great incentive.
0: And, and presumably it's just being tested in, in Dublin. Maybe you'd anticipate it moving out around the Absolutely. country. It can't be just Dublin yeah. that...
1: No, it has to... Rec- it will, and I'm sure it will, and I've no idea on that, so I'd be speaking out of turn, but I'm sure it will. If it works perfectly in Dublin, it'll be transformed into the other cities.
0: Laura, before I want to... Uh, before I let you go, I want to ask one question about safety because it's something that has come up time and time again in your answers and your contribution today. Just give us your thoughts on the safety concerns that have been circulating in recent weeks. Have your members experienced any more significant issues?
1: Um, so look, the safety concerns are... Uh, I suppose it's the safety, particularly for my own uh, peace of mind, for my own family, my friends, my daughters, the sons and everybody, for everybody alike, and particularly the tourists. The, tourist. uh, the guardy need to be more present on the beat, uh, particularly around nighttime. Uh, people need to feel safe. And at the moment, we don't feel safe or they don't feel safe. And there has been a number of issues, unfortunately, with public disorder. Um, so when it comes to safety I'm not telling them how to do their job but we particularly need to see more guardi on the streets it'll definitely potentially reduce the public disorder issues that we're currently faced at the moment
0: Yes, that's something that's coming up I suppose from from all industries so not surprising that it would come from yours yeah. also Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today that was very enlightening that was Laura Moriarty Group Operations Director of Moriarty Group and Chair of the Licensed Fitness Association